We should have some music playing in the background one of these episodes. I know, that's how I feel. It's all good, man. Episode motherfucking 68. Part of my bullshit podcast, man. To my left, I got my man, Young Dat Truth, a young legend out here. You know what I mean? In the building. To my right, I got the most beautiful Miss Brio, the one and only. You know what I mean? She out here. Hey, listen. Hey, hold on. You, hey, you got to bring in the episode like that all the time. That's that's good energy, Yeah, you like that? Yeah, yeah. Listen, man, we here, man. Listen, I, I ain't going to lie to y'all. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to y'all. I miss recording. Um, I ain't see y'all in quite a while, but we here. It's a nice Tuesday night. By the time y'all listen to this, y'all probably at work. Y'all probably clocked in, sitting at y'all desk. Mad as shit. Pretending, <laughs> pretend, <laughs> pretending to be busy. But we here, man. Let's start out with Brio, man. Brio, man, how you been, man? How life how life training you? Um, well, you know, life had been a little rough for Got your fresh weeks. top knot popping. Yeah, Brio comfortable as shit over that joint. She close. came right down, grabbed a blanket, <laughs> snuck in. The blanket stay down here now, so I don't it have do. to take it up yeah, there. Yeah, that's a fact. But the past couple of weeks were rough. My, uh-huh. You know, I had a family member who wasn't doing too well, but she's starting to see brighter days. Absolutely. Man. Um, shout out shout out to her, man. So, obviously, you know, I haven't been myself. Mm-hmm. I've been, like, mean and rude and nasty and shit. Um, oh, but, for real? That's not you? No. Say, say no. Don't do that. <laughs> um, so, I'm, you know, I'm feeling better. So... Breaking hair. That's good. Going to work. I'm on a new project at work. Oh, my God. I'm so busy now. I went from having, like, six cal- I mean six meetings on my calendar a month to, like, six meetings on my calendar a day. Damn. Yes. Yeah, so. Welcome to the life, man. For real, for real. That shit did not come with a pay raise. <laughs> yeah, it's not nice. Shit. But, look, your braid is getting better, though. I see you continuously posting on IG. Uh you know, Getting better? I, yeah, I can see the improvements. Oh. You're trying new techniques. So I was like, yo, I see you. Skills getting nicer, nicer tighter. Okay. Thank I, you. I ain't mad at that. <laughs> hey. You got any appointments? What y'all got coming up for the label day? Oh, I ain't asked you how you been, man. What's up with you? No, I was going to let you go first. Go in line. Go ahead. All right, listen, I don't got nothing to talk about. Listen, I'm just here. Oh, I'm you just, just here all about shit. Yeah. I ain't, yo, I ain't been up to too much, man. I actually, uh, I've been out for like the past 10 days straight. So... Like last weekend was my first free weekend that I didn't have to study, didn't have to like mm. do too much. I didn't even have no basketball games. So I just, I was like, yo, I'm going to go out. I went out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, like 10 days straight, just doing mad different shit. Even went to brunch on a Sunday. Just been having fun, man. Or where'd you go, where'd you go for brunch? Uh, I went to Agora, D.C. It's a Turkish spot. Uh, man, what you know about it? Agora? Yo, yeah, yo, let me, let yeah, me yeah, tell yeah, you. Yeah. you got, yeah, nah, it's it's always packed. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so you, you wouldn't expect people to be in it. And then I finally got to uh to go to Ch- Chicken and Whiskey. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Chicken and Whiskey. Yeah, yeah I got to add that to the I'm list. I'm going to get my Chicken and Whiskey, my shout outs early. Chicken and Whiskey, if you haven't been, man, Chicken and Whiskey is a dope spot. It's right on 14th Street. Yeah. And the front spot is like a Peruvian chicken place. And when you go into the back, it's like a whole speakeasy. Open up to a whole Hell new yeah. bar. So it's dope. And that's, yeah, yeah that's, that's, I need to add that to the list because I went there with my man's Mark. So definitely got to add that to the list. For sure. And then I had to touch home base and go to Amsterdam. But, you know. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to the Duce Queen Rudy. Shout out to East Africa, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Word, that's what's up. Nah, Chicken Wings is definitely those spot. But if you like Angora, you got to check out Ankara. Ankara is another Turkish spot. Yeah. Um, they, I wouldn't go for their brunch necessarily because the menu is much, much more limited. But yeah. during their dinner, it's super fire. 
Um, if anybody hearing me, go down car, check it out. Actually, somebody hit me, uh, one of our most loyal listeners, he actually hit me the other day and he was asking, he was like, man, I know you're a food nigga. Like, I want to find a, a dope Italian spot. Food nigga. Yeah, he, he actually he was like, yeah, I want a dope Italian spot. So I recommended him one of my favorites and he texted me immediately. I told him exactly what to order and he hit me immediately and was like, he just sent me just a fire emoji. He didn't even send nothing. He just sent me the fire emoji. So, my shout out to my man, Ronnie. My man, Ronnie, I know him since for a very, very long time. We went to middle school, high school together. So, shout out to him, man. I ain't going to tell you. Every time I need to hit a spot in D.C., I hit up this nigga Geechee like, yo, <laughs> I need a move. He be like, All right, what type of vibe? And then you send it right over. The yes. last time you sent me to, uh, was it Crimson? Crimson, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you sent me to Crimson, yeah. Yeah, man. That's what I'm here for. Word. That's what's up. But yeah, like I said, man, we uh we you know we ain't dropped an episode in two weeks. You know, for the summertime, we've been recording every two weeks, which has been perfectly fine with me because niggas have been absolutely busy. The niggas to my left and to my right been all over the damn place. I'm, I'm just getting ready for Costa Rica for real. I don't know about y'all, but uh, the Truth International International Day thing gonna be out here. You know, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> shit, no cell phone service. I'm trying to get in there with the locals for real. Right. Yeah, I mean, word. That's what's up. That's what's up. But yeah, outside of that, man, I've been good, man. I, I really can't complain, man. I just been just been living, vibing, uh, getting ready for this upcoming weekend, Labor Day weekend. Uh, we have an event coming, so everybody on the side of my voice, I really hope to see most of you there. What's it called? Talk about it. So this weekend, we've talked about it a couple episodes ago, but this Sunday it goes down at Songbird and Adams Morgan. You make me want to man the R&B party. This is my first R&B party. I'm looking forward to it. I actually just left happy hour with one of the DJs that will be there that night. Um, shout out to Miss Frankie J. She's going to be opening the show for us, and she is extremely, extremely excited. She's extremely, extremely ready. So I hope all of you um, show up, get your ticket early. All the early birds are, are obviously gone. All the free tickets have been gone. Tickets are still for a low, low price $10. of $10. So you yeah. get them while you can. I will see y'all on Sunday. Um, Frankie J, she is a HBCU. What? How do you say a HBCUer? How you say it? Graduate? You, huh? HBCU graduate. Yeah, HBCU yeah, I graduate. I don't, I don't, I don't know where he was going with that. So, but huh? yeah, he was mm-hmm. trying to say HBCUer. Yeah, that, but like, yeah, who nah. says that? That's not it. That's like white people, bro. White people say that shit. <laughs> I've, I hope not. <laughs> Well, she went to uh, she went to uh, A and T, man. So oh, wow. uh, all the a- HBCU folk alumni, alumnas, or whatever, whatever, man. Listen, if you went to HBCU, pull man, pull up, man. Yeah, come man. support, come social support ticket. for another HBCU graduate, man. She's very excited. She's looking forward to doing this event. I was actually um, with uh, Fonzarelli, the other DJ that would be. He's actually going to be closing out the night. I was with him on Saturday at this Panamania Parade in Anacostia Park. That was super, super dope. I had a really good time. Um, so I was got to, I was able to chop it up with him there. He's very excited. Um, he's gonna be digging in his crates and pulling out some shit that y'all ain't heard in a while. So please make sure y'all get your tickets. Tickets are Eventbrite. They're still available for now. So with that being said, uh, get your tickets now. Oh, also something else I've been working on. I'm gonna in the in the bio of this episode. I'm gonna be dropping a link for a mega playlist that I've been working on over the last two weeks i have that's the shit you sent me yeah oh right. yeah so look i'm dropping a uh, you make me want a uh mega playlist it has so much music in that joint. it's gonna be some shit on there that y'all probably some of y'all ain't never heard i know some of y'all young you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all wasn't around when we was around. Some of the, <laughs> this nigga some, talking like he 45, yo. Hey, listen, some of the music, y'all parents made y'all too. But with that being said, I'm going to put the link in the bio. Just hit shuffle. 
and have a good time and rock out. There's going to be a mini preview to some of the things that you're going to expect to hear on this coming Sunday. And don't forget the the party. The event is on Sunday, Sunday night, 9 to 2. Labor Day is the next day, so you ain't got to worry about going to work in the morning. So this Sunday is basically a Saturday in most of y'all books. So don't, you know, come out, have fun, turn up. I believe, you know, most of D.C. is still open 3, 4 o'clock in the morning because it's a holiday the next day. So, shit, even after the, the party ends, you can still get it in if you want to. But I'm pretty sure you come there and find, you know, you might you might find something. You never know. Yeah, that's a fact. Uh, fun, a lot man. of the cities are going to still be open to 4 o'clock. So we definitely actually already have an after move lined up for y'all. So come rock out, have a good time, and then move with the crew to another place. And I'm going to be calling niggas out if they on their phone. I'm going to have a mic. I'll, I'll point you out for real. I'm going to tell you go grab something. You know ain't nobody I mean? scared of you. <laughs> hey, you ain't got to be scared. I'm just, I'm keeping the vibes going, you know? It was, I, I seen you at the last party, Brio. You know, getting your moves in. She was having a good, she be having a good time. She, she be over there two steps. But I was, wait. She be faking. I had a, re, I had a whole readers in there. <laughs> <laughs> she be faking. What you, uh, what you doing this weekend? You showing up? You making a little appearance? Like a little, like a little 30 minute little breeze through? Um, I, I know I have to bring here on Sunday. Oh, all right, but you did. So, you did. Later on. Yeah. So, I'm sure I can swing through afterwards. Bet, 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 bet. But we'll we'll be there. Obviously, like I said, Songbird from 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. We will be in the basement of Songbird. Turn it, Songbird. Turn it the fuck up. I'm very, 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 very excited about this one. This is gonna be something new. And y'all know me. I y'all know I, I'm a lover. I'm a Virgo. This is Virgo season. Yeah, I just um, beg not catch you on the mic singing. Nah, I ain't gonna be singing. Thank you, I appreciate. I'm be on the mic though. I saw this meme earlier. I meant to post it actually. It said, "What y'all, what y'all Virgos doing for y'all birthday? <laughs> Having an attitude?" <laughs> I'll be arguing niggas on Twitter. <laughs> Some I seen a joke. It said, "What's the best way to argue with a Virgo?" And it just said, "Just respond back and say okay." Because we love to argue, obviously. Son, you know say saying? okay, and that nigga go. <laughs> oh, you're not. not this, I'm, no, shit, this thing is, I'm the wrong Virgo to say okay to, because that yeah. means turn the fuck right, up. Right. <laughs> oh, where? You didn't hear me? All right, bet. I'm going to repeat myself. That's how I catch an attitude. I catch an attitude when niggas respond back to me with okay. You know I don't think mean? you heard me right. Yeah. All right, cool, cool. Word, word. But yeah, definitely see y'all on Sunday. I'm very excited. So uh, see you there, man. All right, so what we here to talk about today, man? There's a couple topics I want to get in and out of, um, and get people our opinion on. So I was mad hungry today. I'm, I ain't gonna hold you. I went to lunch, and I was I was with my man's, and we was trying to go to Popeyes, yo. Mm-hmm. Got up to the door, no chicken sandwiches, bro. I saw they put out the official lamp, the official laminate to put on their front doors and say they they're the completely sold shit. out. Yeah, yep. so, that was supposed to last them until October. How the fuck niggas sell out of? <laughs> Out of chicken <laughs> a month before it's not even September yet. Your your whole chicken spot your your only job is to sell chicken <laughs> and you run out of that shit. The wild thing is that shows you how processed. Did that y'all try is. it? No, I didn't get a chance yeah. to. Oh, nobody tried. No, nah, I tried. I tried that joint. You? How did you feel? That's the the original. Just the regular chicken sandwich is I I, I still would go with Chick Fil A number one large mm-hmm. power eight. You know what I mean? But the spicy Who goes chicken sandwich. Chick-fil-A gets a power eight. <laughs> I go hold you. <laughs> I was sitting here wondering why. I didn't even know they sold power eight. What yeah, the fuck? Yeah, yeah power eight. Mm-hmm. Like you get that just off the humble. Like after a workout. No, nah, no. Nah, I just because I, I don't drink. I don't drink like soda. I, Got you. Unless okay. I, I drink like with alcohol or whatever. You get but, the tea. You don't nah, it's tea? too sweet. Okay. All yeah. Right, all so right. I, you don't I get used, the lemonade. Nah, I usually get the power eight because it at least hydrates me. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's <laughs> what? This is one of the most interesting. Nah, yo, it, it, it at least hydrates me. You know what I mean? Okay. And All plus, right. if you're going back to work, if you get the T plus the number one, you out. You you sitting at the computer, you sleep. Okay. That, that's that's real. At least the power will, you know. And you get the large, so you get yeah, the, you gotta get the large. Okay. You gotta get the large. So you get the one large with the power. That's yeah. a very unique order. Yeah. So what you saying is the regular Popeye sandwich compared to the regular number one at Chick Fil A. You're gonna Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A wins, but the spicy, the spicy chicken sandwich from Popeyes is is the breadwinner. Like all of it, like that sandwich up against any sandwich, Popeyes or Chick Fil A. That's it. Can you describe it for a nigga? Because I ain't have it yet. <laughs> so I, it's it's just it's so there. The Popeyes chicken breast seems to be bigger than the Chick Fil A chicken breast, like on average, right? Mm. But I don't know the secret recipe. That Popeyes uses for their spicy, like their spices or whatever, yeah. whatever mix they put, but that shit is cracked, b. Mm. It's it, you, you, you can literally eat it without sauce, cause you know how Chick Fil A sandwiches. Sometimes you just gotta dip you it, you know, the, in the, the barbecue the honey or, mustard or, or some type yeah, of yeah. sauce. You can eat that that spicy chicken sandwich without sauce, and that shit is delicious. So this is the question I have for y'all. I'll never know because Chick Fil A has never done me dirty. Mm. And despite the fact that them niggas not open on Sunday, I've learned to look past that at this point in my life. But most of Chick-fil-A is locally sourced. Their shit is clean. They treat me with respect and dignity. They always got sauce for a nigga. Always. So hold on, hold on. Chick-fil-A also, they're only racist, so... Hey man, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> you know it's wild. Like, I be seeing people talk about like how racist Chick Fil A is. That's like the one organization. Like, <laughs> you can't give up, bro. They could call me a nigger, <laughs> like for no, real. No bullshit. No, nah, I bullshit you not. No, nah, for I, real. I, I my pl- my not. pleasure, yeah, nigger. Straight, uh, straight up. And I'll say thank you. Yeah, say thank you. No mine. No my pleasure. Yo, yeah. the pleasure is mine. <laughs> no, I would. I know bullshit. I would. Y'all gotta fuck with that. But I'm serious. When that, when that chick, because the chicken sandwich was out even before this craze. Yeah. Like that's the and thing. And that's the thing. I, I didn't realize that. I, I heard it. It was out for a while. Yeah, 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 that's what Corey said. Corey said he had it in July. But you know, I was like, what the fuck? Mind you, he not on social media. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it's been out for a while, <laughs> but people just just started to get hip to it. And then once the right group of people get hip to it, the whole wave came through. But no, nah, the chicken, that spicy chicken sandwich is it. Add it with the sweet heat sauce, nigga. I heard niggas nigga. doing the sweet heat or the um the spicy ranch or something. Nah, I don't I don't, I don't do that ranch based shit. Sweet heat <laughs> sauce, you add that. Look, here's what I did. Here's what you gotta do. You gotta go to Chick Fil A, get the large fry. Go to Popeyes, get, get the spicy sandwich. chicken, and we we rocking and rolling. I ain't gonna, I've been I've been trying, bro. Like I went to I I did pull up to one. I physically pulled up to one Chick Fil A, but I when I drove past it, the line was literally wrapped around the store. So I said no. Then what I've been doing, I just was been trolling Uber Eats, and oh, there yeah, was yeah. one time I son, there was one time oh. I said it was available. One time it was available, and I hit Rachel. I was like, "Yo, I'm about to Uber this shit to your house. Are you on the way?" But the time gap it had been like one thirty, and she she wasn't about to be home in no time soon. So I let it go. And that was the last time I saw it was available on Uber. Wow. If you go on Uber Eats right now, it just says so it's been saying sold out for like the last three, four days. So yeah, yeah I, nah, I gave that up. shit out officially. Did, have you tried to get it? No, uh-uh. Nope. I I don't like hype shit. Like, so I wasn't gonna go out my way to try it. Especially because like I said, Chick-fil-A was never broke, so why try to fix it? I feel you. So I feel so you. look, so two things out, and I'm glad she said that. 
I wasn't I wasn't going to try it because I don't I don't really mess with hype shit either. But the Popeyes is right by my crib, so you know one night I was like, yo, everybody talking about the sandwich. Let me pull up. I got lucky. Pulled up. Bought the sandwich. I smashed that shit in my car because I was like, yo, let me just. <laughs> I remember because you had texted me. Yeah. Because like, we both tried to get it that yeah, same night. Yeah. yeah. Nigga. Yes. Yeah. yeah um, nah, that was also, it. I don't eat um, Popeyes anyway. So that I wasn't, uh, that wasn't going to so be. So you don't it. fuck with Popeyes like in See, general? Yeah. Uh uh-uh, uh. I don't eat Popeyes. Nigga. Uh, oh, right. oh, yeah. So the nah. best thing there is still, though, is the spicy tenders. Spicy tenders. That's so. It. I guess the biggest thing to draw this is just the fact that like how social media can literally blow anything up. Like yes. it had been around for a while. I guess there were some people that made some like little comedy videos about it and now it just got like the the, the ball bug, rolling yeah. for niggas to 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 do or whatever. And I just think there was a thread. I'm I, I, I can't find I'm not gonna remember exactly word for word, but you know you keep saying that meme is like, well, you know, uh black people gave twenty four million dollars of free advertising to Popeyes, but there was like a marketing expert yeah. and he broke that shit down. He was like, Bro, that's not accurate. Like he broke down like how impressions work and like how like social media like plays into stuff and all in all what he really said was like look at the end of the day if the product wasn't good niggas wasn't going to show up to buy it anyway so to say that like they gave them extra millions of dollars of free publicity reality is just like well that's not true their product actually was the one that drove the frenzy or whatever you know what i mean because it got to the point where people were saying it was so good that they were comparing it to Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's something that y'all uh y'all don't want people to like that y'all love that you don't want people to get hip to? Mm. Oh, that's a great ass question. Oh no, I got one. My favorite hotel in Miami. I'm starting to see people pull up to that <laughs> shit. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, y'all really at my shit. Cause it's like fairly new. Okay. And like I stayed there when it was like kind of you know, it it was open for some months, mm. but it was like my little gym. I tagged it and everything. It wasn't like it was a secret, but it's just like now I really start seeing people pull up to it. And I'm like, damn. That's the show with like the yoga, the yoga yep. thing. Okay, okay. And okay. they got these fire ass lobster uh lobster, lobster rolls at the yeah, pool. I remember yeah. you said that. How you feel when I've you, been festering on it? That's why feel, I was ready. Do you click on like the geotag and like see how many people be at it? No, I just been seeing like like if I just so happen to see somebody post or like somebody in, um it's their story and they at the pool, mm-hmm. I can just tell that they there. And I'll respond like, Yeah, I know this hotel when I mm-hmm. see it. Okay. And okay, they okay. like, Yeah, I be trying to get the yoga. I'm like, uh huh, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, I can't you gotta go. I can't think of nothing, yo. I'm trying to think of something I I really wanna keep to myself. Mm-hmm. I can't think of nothing. I was going to th- say like my parking spots in in DC when I go out. Oh, you be having like yeah, the hidden spots. Yeah, yeah. You got you got the certain streets you hit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I always come up on them, but that's nothing for real. That's because he don't want us to know. Exactly. Yeah, he not, exactly. He know. Yeah, the, I, I know. I know. Put I, that out. Yeah. I, I've been to you for one of your spots that I, <laughs> that I just get. I got him to that little parking lot by oh, uh, yeah, yeah. by nine thirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or for me, I don't really got one. Um. You know what though? Speaking of Chick Fil A, I feel like for the breakfast, I don't know if niggas really be getting the um the little minis. Nah, fuck that. Niggas don't be getting the minis. So they the, nice. Son, the minis are fire, bro. No, oh, the minis shit. be good as shit. Something with the little honey on the on yes. the yeah. So you got to do honey and hot sauce, dog. That shit so, is a game. Oh, so yeah, I just got. I really just got hit to the minis. I never. You really know what? Uh-huh. I think I don't know for sure, but it's it's the bun. That's what makes no, Popeyes so good. It's the bun. That's what he was saying. The brioche, the brioche bun, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. They put 
it's either but butter and honey. It's honey butter on the on the joints. Yeah, but they, it's it's like a it's like a sugary texture, bro. It's it's so good. Like you can eat the bun by itself. I seen a nigga do a taste test and he poked his finger in the bun just to show like the bounce back in the bun. And he My did nigga, it. Yeah, yeah. He did it compared to like. You was watching YouTube videos on the shit. You know the. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, ASMR. Yo, what your history shit? look like? <laughs> <laughs> that was, is some fat ass oh, shit. But, but he did say before his his IG history is nothing but meat. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no pause. <laughs> it still is though. That's a crazy shit. Now, what's the dude? Um, he on Instagram. He damn. Now I'm drawing a blank, man. I'm gonna come back to it, but anyway, he did like a little review with his one of his boys, and he was doing the what I was just talking about, the like, little finger poke test or whatever. But all in all, I haven't tried it yet. I definitely want to try it. Um, shout out to Popeyes though; they clearly made something good. But at the end of the day, too, man, Black Twitter, y'all are amazing. Y'all are fucking hilarious. Keep doing what y'all doing. I personally would like to see one day if we find a product that's just as good that's black owned for us to push it as well. You know what I'm saying? Yo, the funniest thing about the internet was that I saw about this whole fiasco was. A nigga posted now women can't women can stop asking the question of why do black men cheat? <laughs> Wait, hold on, what? Because they have a good thing going with Chick fil A, but they still decided they still to try to stop. That's funny. Facts. Now that is hilarious. I was like, Yo, that is hilarious. You know how many sour comments I got? That's hilarious. But nah, yeah, it's true. Meanwhile, I'm like, Chick-fil-A ain't never did me dirty. My man, <laughs> she, the, she, the, uh, she the old faithful joke. Right. I got she, a good nigga at home. <laughs> exactly, exactly. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I got a nigga ass. That's me being loyal. You see that? <laughs> loyalty, loyalty, <laughs> what loyalty. About, what we be talking about girls that go to the club when you ask them their name? They be like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. <laughs> Why? I don't have no name. <laughs> oh man! Damn, I, I was just trying to tell I you what I need one of those for. <laughs> exactly. I was just trying to tell you you had tissue on your feet, little ugly ass, <laughs> your dirty ass. Right. Yo, that's funny. Where we at? Oh shit, man! What, what else is new in pop culture? Shit, what else? I don't know. Amazon rainforest burning down. That's not. Is that pop culture? I don't know, nigga. But they got twenty percent of oxygen. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. That playing? I don't know nigga was so aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but nah, it's just, it's just fucked up. I, you know, it's crazy. So, you know, obviously news comes to everybody at different yeah. rates, right? So, I over the last couple of weeks, I have not really been paying attention to news or anything. Um, I've just been so focused on a whole bunch of other things. And I, I saw Cristiano Ronaldo, the soccer player. I saw oh, yeah. one of his pictures in my... It's actually popped up in my discovery. A picture of what... I forget what city is. I don't know if it's the Sao cap- Paulo. Is it the capital of Brazil, Sao Paulo? No, um, I think Rio de Janeiro is the capital. But it's Sao Paulo is like one of, one of the major cities. cities. Yeah. Bro, the picture would look so crazy. Son, the sky was no, like black. Apocalypse, yeah. yeah, and niggas was like, "Yeah, this is the Amazon burn." I'm like, "Bro, how was niggas like? How was not the UN or whatever rallying now, to go I mean, put this out?" Yeah, I mean, look. At the end of the day, the tree's gonna burn. You know, it's going to create actually. So with forests. By by certain parts of the land burning, it it doesn't damage the soil. So, uh, but you know they have to do like the control burns, like that's not. But they're, it, but they're exactly. saying, but they're but saying that the burns this and wide. this is there's there's like no physical way that like it can start naturally. 
that it, it clearly was started by somebody else in order to, for all this burning and destruction to be going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, shit, I don't know. Look, I mean, yeah, her allegedly the fire was started to create space for a uh, cow for cattle. I heard, mm. or I read somewhere rather. Now that's uncontrollable. I mean, look, it's it's a mega rainforest for me. I mean, I I looked at the shit. I ain't gonna hold you. I clicked on the picture and I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't too deep involved only because it's not here in the United States, mm-hmm. and we're so used to those like California mm-hmm. uh, wildfires. So I'm just like I I just I've never seen that because I live in the city. So it's like whatever. So you know they always talking about like global warming and all that, but mm-hmm. there's like like okay we know it's going on, but does it like affect you on like a day to day basis? Like is that something that you think about as you move throughout your life? What like global warming and all these like fuck you know, no. I mean I well spe- well yeah I speaking mean I- for me I think about it, but then at the end of the day I don't because I'm like all right whatever I I was still getting a car that you know, has high emissions or whatever. Like I, I'll still, you know, I still use products that aren't necessarily, I, I still use plastic that isn't necessarily good for the environment. So you think about it, but on a macro scale, but on a micro scale, you're just like, all right, one more item won't hurt it. Cause mm. it's already damaged. Okay. And then you, that's just like, that's just like the people who don't vote. Cause they be like my one little vote. Hell yeah. Ain't going to count. Fuck Trump. Fuck Hillary. Fuck, uh, Fuck Joe, Joe Biden too, you know all of them. Uh, you know what I mean. I, but I see what you're saying though. Like we all, we often take that approach. Like one, this exactly, one little yeah. thing doesn't matter. Yeah. But in the grand scheme, when it's really like do, yeah. If really a, if matter. a million niggas start the same exact way, that's a million. You know, but but less it, plastic. It's, it's, it's yeah. When it comes to plastic, is because it's one to one. Yeah, like you know, if if we all, that's why I was. It's it's kind of a gift and a curse that certain spots in DC have gone to like the uh, the paper the straws. Paper straws, yeah. Well, I hate it. I hate because I like the plastic straws, but it's good. It's good for the environment. It's it's biodegradable. All of that. When it's plastic, when it's something like that, it's good because it's one to one, and you can literally take. It's like cigarettes nowadays. You don't see too many people smoking cigarettes. Where is whereas if you go to like London. Everybody smoking. Son, in you Europe is OD amounts of cigarette smoke, bro. Yeah. Like that joint, it will. If you have bad sinuses, it will mess you up because all they do is. Smoke. But what's interesting over there, they actually implemented it over here. I believe they're going to start doing it in DC soon. If you look at like cigarette cartons in Europe, they actually have pictures of like the tumors that you get in like in your mouth and like the sores and all that. They actually have those pictures on the back of the cigarette cartons. So to me, it was it's more of a deterrent because it's like you pick up a cigarette carton and you see a dude with a big ass hole in his face, you're going to put it down. So that's something that they're actually implementing over here. And I believe DC just passed a law where they're going to force cigarette companies to put those type of pictures man, on the back of their look, cartons. they ain't going to stop. If niggas want to do it, they're going to do it. My man Fredo Santana went down off the lean and, and niggas still drinking lean. You feel me? So it, it is what it is. People going to do what they, they want to do, whatever they're addicted to. You know what I mean? So it's like, whatever their vices is, they're going to they gonna fuck with it. I just feel like black well, people. I, I mean, I try to be more environmentally co- conscious. I don't, um, I do have a, have the reusable recent, um, stainless steel straws and I do keep one in my backpack. Um, I did swap swap out from disposable sandwich bags to the reusable silicone one. So I, I mean, hold on, I, hold on, slow down. Do what? I swapped out the um disposable plastic sandwich bags mm-hmm. for the reusable silicone bags. You gotta give me hip. I, I'm interested in seeing those. 
Huh? You talking about like not like the Ziploc, but like some Zip, they Ziploc, but they reusable. Oh. They made out of silicone. Okay. And then so like stuff like that. Like I do have reusable reusable bags that I take with me inside the market, and I actually do take. I do remember to take them because I keep them in my, in my car. So I do think about stuff like that. Um, but I don't know if y'all remember like hella episodes ago. I think we were talking about like what we would do if if we had an opportunity to do anything. And I said something about being a dolphin trainer. And I told y'all like how I love like aquariums and shit like that. Like I I you like aquariums? Yeah, but I said that a long time ago. Oh. But I say that to say that I do think about the earth and shit. And do- I be thinking about like it, how much of our renewable resources are we going to use up to the point where they're no longer renewable? Mm. Like the earth is literally not going to last forever. So... I mean, it's been around for this long, man. Look, I, he's taking a nigga approach. No, yeah, no, no, he no. He's being naive. It, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to be naive. I'm saying like the Earth has been around for this long, and because it's not like we're getting dumber. We're well, ex- it's not gonna. We're actually we know getting, it's not gonna go away within like the next right. But years. we're we're actually. I think we're actually evolving and getting smarter. Yes, we've done a lot of damage to it, and yes, there's more waste because there's more people, but. I think we are taking better care of the earth than in past times. Because in past times, it was just like, all right, let me come over here, spread all types of disease, cut all trees down, and say, fuck it. I don't know, because with, as technology evolves, like we could do it at like a much ra- like a much more rapid rate. So I think that's maybe where... We can, but then we can also reverse it in, in a much more rapid rate. So it's kind of like how they're, they're instituting like the fake clouds in certain areas where there are droughts. Oh, I was not. I ain't know nothing yeah. about that. Yeah, like like they they literally create like fake clouds to make it rain in some areas where there are droughts. So why they not doing no for the top of the Amazon? You got I, yo, it comes with bread, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mm. If you you gotta pay up first, you know what I mean? Interesting. Well, look, but man. Can, can I ask real a question? No, not accepting. <laughs> no, nah, I'm gonna ask you a goddamn <laughs> <I> question. <laughs> so look, you say you like aquariums. Would, do you have you ever been snorkeling? Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do y'all do y'all like snorkeling? Yes, I do. <laughs> you know what's funny? I've been snorkeling like quite a couple times in my life, and like I swear, every time I do it, like I feel like I forget something. So the last time I went snorkeling, I remember I told a nigga I didn't want to do it because I got my glasses on. I was like, bro, I'm not gonna be able to take my glasses off and see the fish. He was like, nah. It was a method. It was in Barbados. He was like, nah, mind you, keep your glasses. <laughs> So, so I actually did it with my glasses on and it was like the most amazing experience ever. Like wherever we went. <laughs> <laughs> wherever That's we some went, nerd ass shit, but yeah, I feel you. Nah, no bad, no bullshit. Wherever we went, so it was like the most amazing experience ever. He was throwing like the little um he was throwing like crackers in like the ocean. You don't see first of all, you don't see nothing. You don't see no fish, no nothing. And he was throwing like bait in that junk. And so next thing you know, you're like surrounded by fish. Out like savages. Bro, it is so amazing. Especially because I was actually able to like see fully this time. And most of the time, like I just go down there with like blurry vision. So I'm not really able to experience it. But I have my glasses on this time. So it was a lot of fun. It was dope. Yeah, y'all can have that shit. You're not doing it? So I don't know, bro. I've I seen too many videos. I'm the nigga that watch National Geographic because my roommate is watching that shit when I get home late night. And and, and I be seeing the fucking random ass, what they call it, snorkelers? Yeah. The, the snorkelers be out there and then, you know, the shark pull up. 
and just be fucking with them. So, yeah. So I will say this though: the, wherever you go and the snorkeling in or it's like water activities available, the people that like organizing it, they know that water. Like they know that water to the point where it's like, okay, I know you know sharks are over in this area, or I know is a pool of fish that usually circulate here, or, or or like turtles or whatever. Like they know that stuff, they, bro. They they look. I I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you, but that's not their home. <laughs> all right, so okay. they can tell me all they want, but when we underwater, I'm not. I don't have the advantage. I don't have no leverage. I'm not swimming away from no fish. So you hands off on all water activities. I'm not hands off on all water activities. What I will say is this, though. You know what I mean? If I go into the ocean or a big body of water, you know, I've seen enough videos where shit, sharks pulled up at Ocean City. You know yeah, what I mean? That. So that's it, it's, yeah, that's wild, yeah. I, all, I'm, all I'm saying is this, I, and I got a story to tell from my PNB later, but all I'm saying is this. When it comes to wildlife, I'm cooled off of it. Because I've seen, I've seen too many instances. Look, my man Steve Irwin got knocked out by the stingray. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't mess with stingrays. That's I'm the cool. one thing I don't yeah. mess with. Uh, yeah. And they've they've only killed like six people, quote unquote, ever. To be honest with you, I'm much more afraid of them than um, the sharks. Yo, I ain't uh, okay. I mean, yo, <laughs> look, look, I'm scared of both of them, man. man. Yo, if we in the water, all right, they can fuck with me. If we on land, I'll eat the shit out of them joints. I remember we was, I was in DR one time, and it was a, uh, there was a stingray in the sand, and like they pointed that joint out. And I was remember I was in the water, and not far from the stingray. So I, I never ran as fast through water in my life. Like my heart <laughs> was, <thing> is <laughs> yeah, no, I was in the water like standing. And yeah. It was, I forget the, the Spanish word for. Uh, for a stingray, but they pointed at it John Allison, and I looked down in the water and I was able to see it. So I booked, bro. Oh, stingrays are nice. Nah, nah, they nah, killed Steve Irwin, man. No. Fuck that. No, sir. Oh, yeah, that's right. No, no sir. Yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. She's talking about manatees and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. I'm cool. Fuck now that. I'm good. Uh, any other pop top, top, uh, pop culture tops before I jump into the real shit? Nah, go right into the real shit. I ain't. I'm I'm getting I'm getting hits on my Instagram right now because I said the girl Chloe from Chloe and Haley. Yeah, she she been posting little lusty joints, but she's 21. Let's so so all I did was post the the joint on my story, and now people are, oh she's still too young for you. She's she, she, I, I go listen. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm I'm just I'm just keeping it 100. All right, which one is it, Chloe? Chloe. That's the one that was doing the um the twerking, the, like the, the the church twerking. Yeah, yeah, youth ministry twerk. She she ready to be a freak. Yeah, you can tell by the outfits. She ready. She twenty one. Yeah. It is what it is. It's fine. She discovered herself. Uh, what's her name? She she tried to jump out there too, but she she don't know how to approach it yet. What's the joke? Yara she Yara she. Nigga, nah, Yara under twenty one. I ain't talking about her. How old is she? She under twenty one. She, I think she like nineteen or twenty. She, she under twenty. All right, I'm gonna edit this part out. Of the, oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's here to stay, boy, boy. <laughs> Damn, dog, this might be my last episode of part of my Park. But look, all right. So this is what I want to talk to y'all about. I was listening to another podcast earlier, and <clears throat> the host of the show, she was talking about how. She was talking about loyalty, and she was saying that one of the ways that she shows loyalty with her friends, in particular, one particular friend, is she takes on her battles. 
And I was listening, I was listening to her explain what loyalty, man. I don't know if I necessarily define loyalty as that, but that was her biggest thing is like, yo, when, you know, I take on your battles, when people talk shit about you, I'll be the one that defends you, that, that, you know, pulls up to battle for you, to fight for you, so on and so forth. So it just got me thinking, I was just thinking about, you know, how does each of y'all define loyalty? You know, how do you... You know, how do you define loyalty, but also how do you display loyalty? You know what I mean? What are some situations where you walk away like, yo, I held my man down, I held my homegirl down, or whatever the case may be. So I just wanted to present it, you on the show. Like, in what capacity are you talking about loyalty? Like friendship? So friendship, 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 strictly friendship. You know, it's changed over the years for me. Typically, I, I used to display loyalty with acts of service. Like, if I do something for you or, or if you ask me to do something, I'm like, yeah, I'm here for you. Or if you need somebody to talk to, I'm here for you. But now it has evolved more into me factoring myself into into my decision-making as well. Because that's, that's one of the things I'm working on is one of my healing activities. So my loyalty may not be giving you what you want, but in the long run, I'm... I'm leading you to the water in, in order for you to drink, if that makes sense. Mm. So in the short term, you may ask me like, yo, let's go out clubbing. And like, I'd be like, nah. And you'd be like, nah, you're not loyal. But in the long run, I'm telling you like, yo, nah, nah, let's just chill, stay home. Because then that short, whatever short term satisfaction you're going to get in the long term, you'll be better off because you want to deal with the hangover. You can use that day to be productive. You know, like being able to make the decisions for your friends that, aren't emotionally driven you feel me so you're saying one way that you display loyalty is by put looking out looking out for your friend's best interest even though they don't see it in themselves yeah yeah because most i feel like all the time people tell you exactly what they want and what they need from you Mm. you know and then oftentimes like if you're truly listening you can give them that you can provide them with that and it may not be just telling them Yes, or, or or giving them what they're asking for. Because it could be like a person who's struggling with an addiction and they're like, you know, if they're your friend, you want to help them. If they ask you for a drug that they're addicted to and you give it to them, well, are you being loyal? Are you looking out for their best interest? That's that's how I look at it. Mm. Like, are, if you're looking out for your best interest, then you're being loyal. So that, eh, I try to stick to that. I like that. What about you, bro? Um... um. Niggas, you high. (laughs) Yo, I I see it on her face, (laughs) Jay. She been trying to talk for three minutes. (laughs) No, no, I haven't. I just um I had zoned out real quick. And then when I looked back, I felt like the teacher had called on me. But then also (laughs) y'all was talking, so it had distracted me. I was ready too. I was waiting this whole time and I was ready because I, I knew I was going to be put had to it. the test. Mm. Yeah. All right. Okay. Y'all ready? Lawrence, yeah. Let's <laughs> hear it. Let's hear it, life coach. Talk to me. Um, so I express loyalty in, I express loyalty in term in ways of like, so loyalty for me isn't my highest value. Like it's not my top I don't know. If I I mean, if I think about my values, I don't know if it's in my top five. Um, I, it's probably it probably like is. the like values you possess or yeah. that you're looking for. Okay, the, uh, both kind of. Okay. Um, so because I value like honesty, 
and um and like trust and shit. So like I feel like loyalty probably coincides with that. So like for me, oh, and like authenticity. So I feel like if I'm being honest with myself, and and I'm being authentic with myself, and I'm being honest with and authentic with you, then my loyalty will never be questioned because you never, you can always believe what I'm saying, what whatever I'm saying, whatever I'm telling you, or whatever I'm doing for you, or whatever. You should never have to question my loyalty because you should never have to question my character. So all these other things add up. Right. So, so I don't think about loyalty separately in that sense because I just feel like it is like under the uh, under the umbrella of being honest and true to myself. You know what I mean? And then in other people, honestly, I think how someone kind of proves their loyalty to me um, is when people don't take take um, things that I do personally. So like if you don't take the, if you don't take things that I say or don't say or things that I do and don't do personally and I mean that in a sense because like I mean every day is different for all of us right so every day we're gonna discover something different by by about ourselves or something like that and like you know that it's days that you just want to be by yourself or you don't want to talk to anybody or something like that or like if you spaz out on somebody and then you but are able to go back to them and be like, yo, I'm sorry. Like I was just having a fucked up day, blah, blah, blah. And they don't hold that against you. To me, I feel like that's kind of a show of loyalty for somebody to have a continuous amount of patience for just kind of like the process through life. You know what I mean? Not saying like you just putting up with a whole bunch of bullshit, but like somebody is loyal Somebody is loyal to me if they know how to effectively communicate how they feel, you know what I mean? And they know how to get through the barriers of life. Like, not just somebody who has, who I had nothing but good times with. Like, I feel like the loyalty shows when y'all go through rough patches and can get past it. Facts. You know what I mean? Especially, and I say this all the time because this is like the biggest era of cancel culture or whatever that that we're so pressed to like cancel somebody based off of like a disagreement or a quick argument or a heated conversation or um somebody who you don't agree with with their opinion or their outlook on something like it's like oh no i don't fuck with her no more i don't fuck with him no more because a lot of times people don't factor in intention in that right and and also you're allowed to be your own person. You're allowed to have your own thoughts, your own feelings, your own beliefs. And so I feel like an expression of loyalty is somebody who I can have a heated debate or a heated conversation or um, or mixed matched opinions about something and then still be still have the same relationship. Like our our relationship is not affected by us having a difference of opinion. Like, that is somebody who, you know, you know will have your back and is loyal to you. You know what I mean? I, I like that. I like that. Now, y'all, both of y'all hit on, like, all the points that I even had. I guess one angle that I could take, too, that we didn't probably talk about, just, like, like service. You know what I mean? Like, loyalty and acts of service. And, I, you know, me and Dathan, we talk about this all the time, especially because of, like, the, the things that we do outside of the podcast. But 
I often really am like amazed and like it really, really means a lot to me when people do things when I didn't even ask them or when I wasn't checking for them for when they give me like tidbits of advice or when I continue to like see them like show up or participate or, you know, just lend me like some 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 like good words. Like I know those folks are loyal to me and and not just me, but like the people that are around me and doing the things that we do like it's so many it's it's but so many people i could really like depend on for any and everything and i know those same people i could depend on when i'm not asking for it or when i'm not seeking yeah. it or like people that like you know hold me down when i'm not even around or or like you know spread spread good things about me when i'm not even asking like I, you know i there's people that i'm thinking about that's popping up in my head right now and you know somebody will reach out to me and be like yo um such and such told me something about you i'm like whoa they did what? Like, why? you know, like they, I didn't ask them to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they put out a good word for me without them even asking or they, they you know, sent them a, a, a link or a flyer without me. even. Like those are the people that I consider loyal to me because I didn't ask yeah. them to do that. Mm-hmm. There's no there's literally no obligation for certain people to do certain things for us. Mm-hmm. And My homeboy sent me a listing for um any any time he come across some type of engineering shit or some type of like telework or like remote engineering kind of work he always send me the link i'm not even looking for a fucking job he just always send me links Be- to he, shit like because that. he's because thinking he about you right. he knows that yo my friend does this type of work and look even though he look the funny thing is is he an engineer no he not even <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying he's not even an engineer but when he comes across or he might even one day just might even just pop on indeed and just search in engineer telework or just something just to send it to you because he knows that this is my friend and this is the things that she does and this will make her feel good. Or these are the opportunities that I know will, you know, bring some some greener, some brighter days to her future or whatever. Like, that's the type of loyalty that I like. You know what I mean? When I'm not even, it's like that passive loyalty. That really means a lot to me. When I I ain't thinking about you and you ain't even thinking about me, but somehow, some way, something reminds you of me or, or you know, you see somebody and they looking like they're missing something, need something in their life and they think about me and they send me in that direction. Like, that's the type of shit that really makes me feel good um you know for me what i personally say i'm a virgo you know what i'm saying it's virgo season shout out to all the virgos out there we got a nice long stretch of of four or five weeks coming up i feel like we're people always associate us with being the most loyal um what's that damn thing called what's that joint called What's that? The category, um, um, uh, horoscope, yeah, whatever, yeah, zodiac mm-hmm. sign or whatever. Like the most loyal, and I, and I think that that's true. You know, all my Virgo friends, man, we don't. <laughs> okay, I do. <laughs> I think it's true. I think it's true. Like all the Virgos that I know, you know, we know a lot of people, and people love us. But true friends, true friends, like it's it's only but so much of them. And I'm willing to do anything when it comes to somebody that I care about, somebody that I love. Like I will go the the ultimate mile me and Rachel talks about this all the time and one thing that she talked we had a we had a conversation um a while ago and we're talking about what attributes do we see do we see in each other that we often don't like mention and she was talking about how she mentioned loyalty she was talking about how loyal i am to the people that i care about and how far i'm willing to go to those that i to those that like I consider in my circle. And one thing that she said about me as well that I thought was really dope is she often watches me when I interact with people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a, re- that's a true reflection of who you are as a person. Me and you are friends. I'm I'm never going to disrespect you. I'm never going to call you outside your name. I'm never going to be rude to you. Like these are certain things that I'm not going to go do to board you. At the same time, it's strangers that we meet every single day. 
right? Right. We go to restaurants and we have servers. Oftentimes, I'm I'm sure both of y'all been on dates with people and they just complete dickheads. All right. So, all right. <laughs> I I'm know sure. what nah, you I'll mean. I'll get into it. I'll get into it. They'll be complete dickheads to the servers or the bartenders or whatever. But like she said, that uh, with me in particular, the way that I speak to women or the way that I speak to people that are like like doing acts of service for me really reflect the character that I have. And all of that translates to me and all of that carries over to how I treat my friends. You see what I'm saying? Like my friends, I treat them with the utmost respect because I know that I vetted them enough to know that they would treat me the same exact way. I vetted them enough that yeah. they would do the same exact thing for me. So when I consider my friends, I know that the people I consider my people are always going to be loyal yeah. to me because I'm always going to be loyal to them. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's never... Like, if, you, if I consider you my friend, I already know what time it is with yeah. you. You see what I'm saying? It, it, I had this conversation with someone earlier when you mentioned, like, the dates. She asked me, you know, do you go on a lot of first dates? And I told her, I was like, well, I hang out with people a lot. I don't necessarily go out on first dates until after I've hung out with someone three or four times. Because like you're saying, I like to vet the person. I like to take them out and hang out with them at least three times before I actually ask them out on a date. Mm. Because I want to see how you are interacting with other people. Because you're prepared for me, right? Your first impression, you're showing me a representation of yourself. Cool. Second time, third time we're meeting, you're you're already prepared for me to sh to show you know to impress me. I'm assuming, right? But if I bring a friend around, you're not prepared for that. If if we go out in a public space, how do you interact with the different people around you? To me, that's what I pay attention more to, more so than how they treat me. Because mm. then I'm like, all right, this is how you truly are. That's a fact, man. You know what I mean? Because you're, you're not you're not prepared for me. And then I'm like, all right. Maybe the fourth or fifth time we hang out, that's when it'll be an actual like official date. Because then I'm like, okay, I can get, I can get to, I can fuck with your character on a certain level, and then I'm, I'm interested in, you know, getting to know that about you. Nah, that's real, man. Yeah, that, that's real. Those are just all, all like little cues you pick up as, yeah. as life as you learn. Life, you, yeah. you know, it's more. You know, it's funny. So I was actually just on Instagram reading. Um, a, a young lady posted. You know, what is a non-sexual trait that turns you on about, you know, someone you're attracted to? Mm. And for me, it's not loyalty in the sense of loyalty to a friend. It's loyalty to yourself. Mm. I had I had a, a young lady recently, a couple of weeks ago, I, I had asked her out. And we, you know, we had agreed to go out on a date or whatever. And she hit me up the night of and was just like, yo. Yeah, I know we were supposed to go here, this, that, and the third, and do this. But she canceled on me. She was like, I really can't do it. And you know me, I'm I'm over there trying to peer pressure her into going out or whatever. And she was like, nah, I can't. I've been slacking on my workouts. Mm. So I'm going to get up early tomorrow morning at 5 and get back to it. And, you know, I was down bad because I was like, yeah, damn. Like, I, wanted, I really wanted to hang out with her. But on the flip side of that, hearing her show show me how dedicated she is to making herself better i was like yo that's to me that turned that's me on you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah, way more yeah. than us hanging out for a little bit yeah. going to see lion king or whatever so i was like damn like you you really about it and some people look at that as selfish but i was like son you're making yourself better so if you as long as you're making yourself better we can be better for real for real because i know i'm going to grow I know I'm going to evolve. So, no, nah, that's loyalty to yourself is like one key to me that I'm like, yo, you 
I can really, I'm really interested to getting to know you because mm. you can make moves and help other people as well. And you have the capacity to do so. Nah, I like that word. Okay. I went down a rabbit hole, y'all. What happened? I don't know how I ended up on Instagram explore page looking at videos of food, and now I just can't stop. I can't stop. You looking at meats? <laughs> no, it's like fit. It's like fit healthy meals, like ideas and shit. But everything just looks so fucking good. All right. <laughs> you know, you know, Instagram. They be using hella filters on that shit. Them niggas don't, don't, them niggas don't, everybody don't know how to cook. And you know, Instagram be listening. So that's all the shit that we talk about. We're going to start popping up and explore. No bullshit though. Like, I know y'all, y'all think it's a joke. I be, I be, nah, but get it. Send it to the mic. Show it to the mic. I be wondering about that shit. Because everybody's food look looks good or beats aside from oh Drea. God, everybody's food on IG. This thing is oh aside from Drea. That's hilarious. <laughs> Yo, That's everybody's food on IG look hella Drea good. still be posting her food on IG? Yes. Nah, nah. She be posting No, her yes, ass. she did. She, she did? posted like like a couple weeks ago or something like that. But then she had um got her friends, like she had went around the room. She was like, how is it? How is it? How is it to everybody? They was like, it's so good. I was That's like, bullshit. Uh, Duh, when I that see, shit, that when, shit ain't got no season. So when I see Drea refry Popeye's in the joint, I knew it was over with. Nah, but yeah, everybody food look good on IG, man. And I just be like, yo, what? Now, I know everybody can't cook. That's and black fact. people be talking about they know how to cook with seasoning. Look, everybody can't cook, bro. Like, for real. <laughs> I Come on. Oh, man, that's funny. I feel like I had one more real shit topic with y'all niggas, man. But, uh, what the fuck is he making? What was it? Mm-mm. So what was the trouble we was talking about? You know, uh, nah, we ain't talking about the uh, the whole shit. Oh, nah, how to handle disappointment. This is when we uh, we was trying to fly Coach Bray Owen. Oh yeah, hey Bree, mm. this year, this year, we need some, we need some tips, man. Segment. How to how to handle disappointment? My man was down bad earlier for, over a situation. He was I, disappointed. I, I wasn't down bad, but let's just say <laughs> niggas, niggas in the group chat though. No, up. give the scenario. The real scenario? Yeah. Give a scenario. It's too, it's too, it's too close. <laughs> like, Give a scenario. All right. So let's just say the scenario is, you know, you wait in for your annual bonus to hit. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and your annual bonus is much, much lower than what you expected. Um, so, well, I think I think the old folk call it count your chickens before they hatch. Is that, mm-hmm. is that what it is? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what are some tips for those that might be going through a situation where they counted 20 chickens and them niggas got about two? (laughs) (laughs) So look, it's easier. Of course, it's way easier said than done. Yo, these like oatmeal muffins, they look crazy. No, I got to say this. So, um, (laughs) so of course, it's easier said than done. Don't discredit your feelings like you are you are absolutely allowed and entitled to be upset and frustrated and irritated and disappointed. Um, but you can't harp on that shit. You can't like hold on. You can't dwell. And I think that that is always a good time to look at the opportunity that you have of what you should do next. So like take that moment to really evaluate what your expectations was and why they weren't met. Mm. So like you thought you was getting like 10 wrecks and you only got like two, you got to evaluate. You got to think about like the reality of it. Like did it have something to do with like new tax laws or anything like that? Think about it on a realistic level, but then you also have to think about like 
how your performance compared to every other year. And then if you feel like you deserve more and you didn't get it, you got to talk to your, you can bring it up with your manager. Like be like, yo, I, you know, I'm be real with you. I wasn't expecting, I was expecting something way different than what I got. And I feel like this is a good opportunity to, to hear, you know, to find hear find out more about how you, looked at me or or thought of my work this past year or whatever and then based on that, on that conversation you can decide what how to move forward because that's pretty much like an eye-opener of like what's going right and what's going wrong so like you either use that as a moment to like be better which most of us don't want to do that we're gonna be like nah fuck that i'm out of here but you also use that as an opportunity to like Think about what you really want in your next position and how to get it or what you want out of your next career move in general and how to get it. But like, you know, you take the opportunity. I mean, you take the brief moment to to be like fucked up about it and, you know, recouch it, recouch your ducks, refigure some numbers <laughs> and shit. Because I'm sure people was like, no, nah, I'm about to just grab it since I'm getting this bonus bonus in a couple weeks or whatever. But I mean, if you already spent some shit you ain't have. You already fucked yeah, up. Yeah, you but... fucked up already. Yeah, that's a fact. I like what you said about using it as a moment where you could reach out to your leadership and say, "Hey, you know, how was how true? Let's have a conversation about my performance last year that got me to this point." And like you said, you could take it as a coachable, mo- a teachable moment where it's right. like, "Okay, I could do better." But if the answer is some bullshit, you know, you know what time it is already. Go ahead and start getting that getting that resume in right. order and take your talents elsewhere where they might be the, might, might appreciate what you bring um to wherever you are you know to your organization a little bit uh, I more. also think that's a good that's a good moment to have if you don't already have those kind of conversations with your manager that's a good conversation to it's a good time to to rebring up where your manager see like the possibilities that are um how much more room you have to grow because I noticed that my bonuses per se weren't increasing the longer I had I'm like okay I'm starting to reach the ceiling of like level two you know what I mean I'm almost at cap I'm not about to be at cap riding level two out for long you know what I mean I felt like (laughs) I felt like now is a good opportunity to talk to my manager and see before the bonuses hit like where he sees me on the team and stuff like that and based on his conversation, based on that conversation, it wasn't a long shot, but I felt like it was kind of me setting myself up for failure with the responsibilities that they was trying to put on me to promote me. So I was like, yeah, I, you know, I used that as a moment to give myself a better opportunity when I decided to, um, to, you know, pursue my career elsewhere or whatever. So, I mean, that's time for you to grow up. <laughs> nah, I like all that advice. I think that's that's really useful. So, with that being said, man, just collect yourself, look at the total circumstance that you experienced over the last year, and make it make make it move, man. Don't let them niggas hold you down. You feel me? Yeah, I I agree with all that. I would say too, just talk. Like you have to voice. Uh, I I feel like too many times people voice their frustrations with the wrong people. If that makes sense. If you're frustrated about something, right? Let's say if my brother was picking on me, you know, typically when I was younger, I would run and go tell my parents. 
but I would I wouldn't address my brother. You feel me? So if if someone's treating you wrong or if you feel wronged by someone, do not be afraid to voice your your disappointment and or your you know your yeah. Well, what the fuck are y'all doing? Well, mm-hmm. I'm still looking at food videos. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. But yeah, is he each other? But y'all taking a picture of each other? No. Oh. But yeah, no, no. I, I, I really I do feel like... I, I, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I really do feel what like people What kind of kinky know. shit is that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, you know, IG got the video chat too. Y'all IG and each other? You know what I mean? <laughs> they got the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, yeah. Yo, y'all still your shit. Yeah, you got to bring up your issues with the people who wronged you, man. Because oftentimes... Y'all bring y'all issues to people that don't that don't deserve yeah. to have to deal with that stress, you know. And and your friends can be loyal, and your friends will be loyal, and they will listen to you. But to be honest, it's not it's not on them to make a decision for you. It it really stresses them out, man. So take it upon yourself to at least try to address the person or the things that have wronged you first before resorting to needing the extra support from your people. Bro, watch Jazzy on Instagram taking pictures with Mick Mill, Who? James Harden, and 21 Savage. Who? Nigga, it's time to end this podcast. Who? Watch Jazzy. Oh. Oh, okay. My Lord and Savior. Hey, listen, do y'all watch oh um? Do, do y'all watch Power last week? No, I stopped watching. I can't never hold on to a... um. I can't hold on to a a, a series yeah. for too long. So none of y'all watch Power, just me. Yeah, nah, I, um, tell, I stopped watching Power in the middle. And All right, so now nah, let me get my Power recap right quick before we get up out of here. First and foremost, Fifty Cent. Spoiler alert! Is this a spoiler? Nah, alert? because oh, okay. uh, episode two about to come up. Fifty Cent. Let me tell you something right now, my G. Ain't nobody asked you to change the intro. They put Trey songs on the intro. Fuck. He the said whole. he he gonna change it back. Is he? Yeah. He Please, that. yo, that joke was so trash. You know, like some songs just don't know. You know, T. Uh, I said T. Song, Trey songs oversing everything, and <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what the intro Niggas sound like. Niggas mad because Trey song pronounced poorest. <laughs> it was like we we need to hear poorest. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is funny. All right, look, I don't need that new intro. Second of all, Lala been talking about her son since she been on the show. Her son randomly popped up, and this nigga was grown as hell, digging into her purse, doing all kind of wild shit. That happened. The other thing that I want to ask, PNB listeners, please add me, hit me on Instagram, or hit me on uh, on, on Twitter. Please let me know, when did lawyers start being police officers? I swear to you, on this show, the 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 lawyers are making the arrests. They collecting fingerprints. They doing all kind of wild mm-hmm. shit that I know don't happen in real life. <coughs> And it's yeah, com- now yeah, nah, it's it's completely crazy to me. This season is crazy. La La done pumped her ass up even more. Have y'all seen La La Lady? No, La- but La La look look very was it disproportional? Son, her butt look or disproportionate? Cr- yeah, yeah, yeah. Her butt look crazy. Yeah, Corey been talking about it in his group chat. Yeah, not nah, her telling me about it. Yeah, not nah, her ass looks stupid. It it looks ridiculous. Then like he sent me a picture. I'm so I don't have it. I deleted it because I couldn't stand seeing it every time I open our messages. Mm-hmm. But he sent me the before picture of before when she before she had surgery and yeah. she had them big ass titties and like no, no lower body. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I was like, this. I was like, this looks fucking atrocious. And he bust out laughing because we was clearly clearly texting each other at home. I was like, I don't even know 
if I've ever spelled atrocious on my phone, but this looks fucking this, atrocious. You know, the crazy thing is, I last season, her like we knew she had got surgery or whatever, but this this first episode, her butt looks crazy. Like she looked like she she kind of like shaped like a Kardashian now, where it's just mm. it just looks crazy. But the whole show is ridiculous. I'm glad it's the final season, but I will be tuned in every Saturday past midnight or every Sunday morning watching that show. Um. Another TV suggestion. I know I never do this, but another show that y'all should probably get into you is on Showtime. Shows, you shout out. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna give a TV this suggestion. Not nah, let me tell you. I just wrapped up. I just wrapped up a, a series on Showtime. It's called City on the Hill. If y'all not hip to it, please get hip. It's a very very dope show. Um, the lead character is a black man. He was on. I don't know if y'all seen that show Underground, but he was the one of the head characters on Underground. That, uh, that slave shit. Yeah, oh. yeah, the slave, <laughs> the slave. Sh- Yes, the slave yep, shit. <laughs> he yes. There's no other way for me to put it. He was the uh, the main character on that. He's on the show called City and Hill. So I would highly suggest that this season just wrapped up. That's all I got for y'all niggas. I try to give y'all like a little TV show. Niggas don't watch TV. I don't watch TV. You know what I'm saying? Niggas, you want to be too busy for TV and base. shit. I try. I try to give y'all some suggestions. I be at home base taking shots with Reed. That's though. cool, man. That's cool. All right, let's get up out of here, man. It's time for me to Wait, go. Now it's I late. got PNB, yeah. I'm just wrapping up some oh, PNB. Right, yeah. All right, what's your PNB for the week? All right. Mm-hmm. So on Thursday and Friday, I had work training, and we had to tell stories. So I came came back to my table, and this young woman across from me told me a story. So I'm going to share it with y'all because it got me hyped, and it still has me stressed out. This better be a good story. And it's one of the reasons why I told y'all I'm not fucking with no wildlife. So this young lady, I forget which college she went to, but it doesn't matter. She is uh, Caucasian. And <laughs> yes, I had, I, had, I had to throw it out there first. So she was telling me about I believe her her roommate in college, right? And she was saying her roommate in college owned a boa constrictor. Now, if you don't know what a boa constrictor is, it's a motherfucking snake, <laughs> a big ass snake, uh, 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 in the family of a python, yeah. anaconda snake, big shit. Mm-hmm. All right, fifteen feet. It it is big. So this girl, who's her roommate, owned this snake. And she used to bring the snake around to all the events, parties, to restaurants, wherever, the mall, wherever, with him, with her, right? On on her. Chilling, you know, big ass yeah. snake, right? And one day, and I'm cutting the story short, but one day, people notice, or you know, over time, people notice that she stopped bringing the snake around. And and, you know, since she had always brought the snake around, people would ask her, like, yo. You know, where's the snake? So this this girl, she was like, yeah, you know, I had to get rid of it. Right. So, you know, me, I'm listening to the story and I'm like, okay, so, so why did she get rid of the snake? So here's the story. And I'll, I'll, I literally flipped the shit. So the girl was feeding the snake and it had stopped eating. Well, it stopped, it, she, she said the snake... Had stopped eating for like at least ten days, and it got visibly smaller, like you know, like like skinnier, mm. but you know, still big as shit, but skinnier or whatever. And the snake just wouldn't eat, so she took the snake to the vet. Took the snake to the vet. Vet did ran all this tests, snake tests, or whatever. 
health test. I don't, I don't know. I, you know, diagnosis, whatever you want to run on the snake. All right. Yeah. You know, snake, uh, physical, whatever. And he was like, yeah, like the snake does seem smaller. It is a little malnourished or whatever, skinny, but there's, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. Doesn't have any type of illness. I don't, I don't know what snake illnesses there are, but doesn't, it's not sick. The mm. snake is not sick. Right. So he was like, yeah, just, there's nothing wrong with it. So, you know, I guess it'll start eating soon, you know, whatever. So, you know, the girl leaves, comes back and talks to the vet again. And he's like, yeah, like nothing, you know, still nothing wrong. Blah, blah, blah. I just said it there. And so when she goes to leave, the vet asked her, he was like, so, you know, just to make sure there's, because since the snake, snake is not eating or whatever, you know, there's nothing wrong. Like, there isn't anything else unusual going on, right? With the snake. There's nothing else, you know, like just where she, no, I don't know. The snake's like yelling or whatever. She's like, no, nah, no. Nah. She's about to leave. And then she was like, you know what? There is one thing. But I mean, it, I guess it's, it's, it's nothing, but there's one thing. So she tells the vet, she was like, for, you know, the past like week or 10 days that it wasn't eating, like three or four times, the snake escaped this cage. This 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 big snake, bro, ex escaped it. a boa constrictor, kills you by wrapping itself yeah. around you, right? This big ass snake escaped this cage and slid into her bed, slithered, slithered like a snake into it, slithered because it's like a, a snake, snake. into like his snake. bed, into her bed. But it didn't do anything to her. It just laid perfectly straight next to her. And that's what she told the vet. When the vet heard that story, immediately started kirking. Yo, what oh, the fuck? Oh, it was fuck? stretching out to see if if it was big enough. If it was big enough to. Uh... Son, oh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, you feel whoa, me? Whoa, whoa, yes, whoa, whoa. yes. The joint was laid out flat next to her. Measuring her out, her out. That's crazy. I she's telling me the story, and I'm like, I'm literally jumping at her like the snake, did the snake eater, did the snake eater? Because I'm like, yo, the snake didn't eat for like ten days. It was starving and, itself out to get ready huh, to eat. The huh. Wow, yo, not done. Vet told her, you gotta get rid of the snake. It's trying to eat you. The bitch took the snake back home. All she did was put a cinder block on the cage and then ultimately got rid of the snake. My nigga, That's I crazy. am not bringing no... Look, I, I, yo, I ain't... Yeah, I don't fuck with snakes anyway. Fuck that. As a straight black man in America, <laughs> anything trying to eat me getting off. That's off crazy. Bucks. So hold on. So the joint was getting in the bed to measure out to see if like, like if it, it could fit or whatever? Yeah. That was too big fit. to attack? Yeah. Like, like, cause you know, snakes don't eat. They just, they just swallow you whole. Right. Yeah. Fam. That's wild. Yeah, Fam. That's wild. That's wild. Fam. Yeah, and I'm good. I never like I'm good snakes. off all wildlife after that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Don't bring nothing around me. No snakes, nothing. No sh sharks. None of that nah, shit. Nah, we getting in, we getting in the water. Yeah, all right, nigga. We doing some scuba diving <laughs> or whatever. 
Or I ain't got no PMB, man. Life is lovely. What, what about you, Bria? You good? You got no, it? No, I'm good. I'm just making myself even more hungry. There we here. go. Let's get up out of here. Let's get some food, man. In the spirit of R&B, I hope one of y'all got an R&B uh, vibe of the day. If not, I'll, I'll go to Old Faithful, Spotify, and find one. I was gonna say go ahead on and go to Old Faithful because then you mentioned something earlier. Yeah, the um the Bryson Tiller joint. Uh, it's called Through the Night. Uh, Jack Harlow and Bryson Tiller. I like that jump. And uh, uh, I told the DJ she got Yo, what? <laughs> Listen, don't act like a nigga can't carry a tune, son. <laughs> hey, Yo, she wasn't looking. I you lucky she wasn't looking. Right? Yeah, oh. I don't got lucky Listen, we about to play Through the Night. Bryson Tiller. Bryson Tiller, my man's though. He got some hits. Bryson, this is, I like this because, you know, Bryson Tiller is usually like slow, sad, and somber and all that. This is nice and upbeat. So, as as long as Frankie J and Funz really got that, that, uh, that Drake playlist ready. Oh, just get your tunes, man. Hey, listen, nah, we take all special requests, man. If you got any oh, special wow. requests for Sunday, man, I need, at me. I need fireworks to be played. Yeah, nah, yeah, go ahead. All send all the requests to Dathan's DMs. Don't send them to my nah. DMs. And we'll make sure <laughs> that we get them played. Hey, pull up, man. See y'all Sunday, man. You make me want an R&B party, 9 to 2, Sunday, day before Labor Day. Come out. Have a good time. Shots on Geechee. We live. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bryson Tiller, man. Bye. <laughs> we out of here. here. Through the night She just want to tip, no advice On the side of the road, what's the risk? Roll the dice, if they catch us, I don't care Cause we all gonna die Yeah, we all gonna die I was worried to be honest, but it's all going right When I first laid eyes, I was awful and tight And I might be off something, but I'm all in now she got a car in now. I don't think that you should work tomorrow. She said, first of all, I'm still going in like rich homie Quine, but with you and me, God, man, it feels so intense. I already seen that movie, but I will go again with you. I got a few I've been tending to, but tonight I forgot all about them. Tonight. I would try to get it tonight Hit a phone on my head like you better do right I'm alone in the bed, y'all know what you said Better cope with it Don't take me for a joke and I won't get a friend That's trying to be more than that I'm convinced that it's sort of that But when I see you in the pits I can tell you it's forcing that I got time for this Minus the bullshit, I'm cool now I look at my common sense And I'm just realizing this No, my soul isn't trapped But what's holding me back Is the old me in fact I'ma get intact I'ma get it back Mama, hold me to that Just, just, just hold me to that Don't stack me and Jack Got the city on smack That's word That's word Used to catch 18 All the way to Newburg It was only me and her I don't care what you heard Only me and her I don't care what you heard Got a sudden accent She'll slur a few words That's virtue, sir Let me share a few words hey. Let me share a few words Feeling unappreciated Let me cherish you first, yeah, yeah. 